Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so excited about this passage. We had to kind of cut off a little early because we were the, the passage was long, and 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 really the, the thought continues, and we got to revisit it just for the sake of time so that we could get all that there is there. Uh, we, we won't plumb the depths of it completely, but I, I pray that it will be a great encouragement to you. We find Ruth there in Ruth chapter number two. We find Boaz had come out to the field. He had begun talking to his reapers. He was talking to the servants, and he was talking to the leader of the reapers. He notices um, uh, Ruth out there, and he's talking to her. The servant begins to reveal who she is. She's the Moabitish damsel. She had traveled back with Naomi, and boy, her 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 reputation had preceded her. And she said, I, she asked for permission in verse number seven of chapter two. Uh, before she went out there and was gleaning, she made sure she was polite and she showed manners and she had asked for permission to go out there. And then they, they, they observed her work ethic and how she had worked. She took very few breaks. Then we see in verse number eight, this great truth. Boaz is going to Ruth and he says, Hear, hear thou not, my daughter, go not and glean in another field. I had mentioned how Boaz told her, I, I don't want you going in any other field. Come here. I want you to abide with us. Don't put your eyes on another field. I want you to stay right here. And this is where we see this work of grace in the life of Ruth. She, he, he, he reveals to her this truth. If you're thirsty, go ahead and drink where my young men have drawn. And then she falls on her face and sees this great kindness. And she asks him, why have I found grace? And then Boaz reveals to her, I see what you've done. I see that you you left your homeland. I see that you've placed your faith in in the Lord God of Israel. And then he says this, he says, you've left your mother and father, and he says, you've placed your trust. I love this phrase, under whose wings the Lord got you've, you've, the Lord God, or the Lord recompense thy work, verse number 12, and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. I love that phrase, under whose wings Thou art come to trust. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. We can rest both on the Lord and in the Lord. He is our strength. We we can't trust in our riches. We can't trust per se in our chariots and horses, but we can trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And most certainly Ruth here has been directed by God and brought here providentially to be in this field with Boaz. 
And here we find her faith revealed to Boaz. Now in verse number uh, 12, he reveals her faith. Verse number 13, it says this, Then she said, Let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord, for thou hast comforted me, and for thou hast spoken friendly unto thine handmaid. You, you've been nice to me, Boaz, though I be not like unto one of thy handmaids. I'm not like everybody else, but you've been so kind to me. Could I take just a quick moment and say, that's a great quality. Now, if you know anything about Boaz, and, and I hope I'm not getting ahead of myself here, you know that his mother is Rahab. And Rahab had a bit of a, 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 a story, right? We, we know that Boaz is a, a godly young man, but we also know the story behind Rahab there from Jericho. Isn't this a beautiful story? how God had redeemed this lady. She's known as Rahab the harlot and how his father, Boaz's father, had married her and, and brought her along. And now here we find Ruth, uh, a stranger, a foreigner, a person who's a little bit different. And here his, uh, this, this lady and this man's son is treating this person with kindness. That's something that all parents should, should desire of their children. We should desire to teach our children to treat everybody with love and respect. Re re regardless of uh, their color, regardless of their, their speech pattern, regardless of their intellect or their social capabilities, our children should be taught to be kind. Our sh children should be caught or should be taught to be respectful. And this is something that we notice in the life of Boaz. Certainly Ruth noticed it. You've been friendly unto thine handmaid, verse number 13 says. Though I be not like one of thine handmaids, verse number 14, and Boaz said unto her, at mealtime, come thou hither and eat of the bread. Dip thy morsel in vinegar. And she sat beside the reapers, and he reached her parched corn, and she did eat and was sufficed and left. She had a meal with them. She was treated as an equal. And doesn't this give Mephibosheth vibes? I love the story of Mephibosheth, about how he was sitting at the king's table, even though he was not a part of the king's family. And while that was later on down the road, we know that this is in the time of Judges, we see that Ruth was placed basically with the other folks, placed as a part of the family, and she's eating with them. And it says she was, she was sufficed. She, was, she ate until she got full. Verse number 15, And when she was risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves and reproach her not. Oh, now she's not she's not gleaning in the corners. Now she's she's with the 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 other people. She's she's working with the good stuff now. Verse number 16. I love this phrase. This is so good. This stuck with me as I was preparing for this for days. Let her glean. Let her glean among the sheaves and reproach her not. In verse number 16, and let fall also some of the handfuls of purpose for her. Oh, that's so good. And let fall also some of the handfuls of purpose for her. 
and leave them that she may glean them and rebuke her not. My friend, we see that the Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 11, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When we place our faith in God, we are in his care. And Ruth could have looked at her circumstance. She could have looked at all the things, all the obstacles that was placed before her. She could have claimed that, as I have heard, if it, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. But Ruth didn't look at that. She looked to the Lord and found grace. She found abundant grace. You know, the Lord does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. She went there and she was working in the field. She was taking very little breaks. She was trusting in the Lord, trusting what Naomi had told her. She ended up in this field as God providentially placed her there. She's working hard. She's doing what she ought to do. And then here she finds Boaz, who treats her kindly, who treats her as one of his own. He extends a, a hand and he, he notices this. And then he begins to feed her. And then he does this. He gives handfuls of purpose. What does that even mean? He literally told his people, when she's working, I want you to take handfuls of good grain and drop it down there and make it easy for her to pick up and find grain. Isn't that how God is? We must trust that when we seek him, we'll find him. When we go in faith that God will reveal himself to us. And this is why it's important for believers to keep our eyes on Jesus. Ruth could have looked at her circumstances. Ruth could have looked at everything else, but one person put it this way. Look at yourself and you'll be distressed. Look to others and you'll be depressed. Look to Jesus and you'll be blessed. My friend, Ruth could have looked at her circumstances and, and gotten stressed out. She could have looked at her losses and, and been depressed. But she went in faith and found great blessing. And my friend, when you go to church, when we go to church, we don't go to, to focus on our problems, to focus on our disadvantages. We go to church looking to Jesus. We live our lives looking to Jesus. And as he takes care uh, of his children, he will take care of us. And just remember, as, as Ruth went in faith, he took care of her. Verse number 13 and 14, we see the favor. We see a scavenger, a peasant, beginning to look. And here Boaz goes above and beyond. This grace was evident. This grace was powerful. And my friend, could I ask you this? How have we experienced the grace of God? The goodness and grace of God is so present in our lives. May we never forget his blessings. May we never forget his work in us and through us. And may it all be, be obvious to us that we can see it and see it is for his glory. And my friend, may we have a wonderful day today. May we look to the goodness of God today and say thank you. And like the old hymn writer John Newton said, it was grace that taught my, my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved 
Let grace do a work in our life today. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.